I instead of the narrator. Martin, the director of this podcast, allowed me to give you a recap of the previous episodes. By now, you should have an idea that there are groups in two different timelines, I hope. So, the group that discovered the attic as well as the portal. In this group, there is Professor Oliver, Zahara, Tendai, Amina, Alexandra and Ali. I am also part of that group, by the way. I'm Kemi. How did the last scene end? Hmm. Check episode two, The Portal, so that you are not lost when listening to this episode. Perfect, the other recap is the present timeline group that I am not a part of, but has Chika, Senzani, and Lara. Oh, sorry. Lara had a painful death last episode. You should also check it out again before we proceed. Now everyone is good and happy. Let's jump to the intro. Whispers of the Lost World, written and directed by Martin McConey, is available everywhere you listen to your podcasts. Show support by rating and reviewing the show. We have a page on Patreon you can contribute to the show by going to patreon.com. Whispers of the Lost World. May the whispers guide you. Chica grabs Senzani's arm, pulling him away from the grisly scene as they continue their desperate flight, their tormentors in close pursuit, the haunting woods bearing witness to their tragedy. Chica and Senzani, out of breath and visibly shaken, approach an old, seemingly abandoned house nestled deep within the woods of Krakow. Its facade is weathered, with broken shutters and an overgrown garden, but there's a certain charm to it, reminiscent of old Polish architecture. As they cautiously approach the entrance, the door gently swings open to reveal Ilara. Her appearance is more modern, donning a white dress with silver embroidery, yet her pale skin and piercing blue eyes are striking. Her demeanor exudes warmth and assurance. Who are you? I'm Alara. You're safe here. We were running from some men in black suits. I know. You can't stay out in the woods with them around. Senzani looks around, noticing old photos on the walls, some of them showing the same house but in better days. Others show people, including a few where Alara seems to appear, unchanged, across different eras. How do you know this place? It's been in my family for generations. These woods, this house, they're part of my history. Those men, they don't belong here. They're after something, something that's been hidden away. But why chase us? Perhaps you stumbled upon something you shouldn't have, or they believe you did. As the night deepens, the house becomes a sanctuary. Within its walls, Secrets of Krakow's past intertwine with the mystery of the present, and hope begins to kindle once again. It's not safe here. I know a place close by. They soon find themselves outside a grand, old-style mansion, hidden deep within the woods. Its architecture speaks of Krakow's rich history, and it feels out of place amid the dense forest. This has been our family home for generations. Stepping into the foyer, two figures, both women, come into view. You didn't mention you had family here. This is Nia and Zola, my sisters. Elara told us about your troubles in the woods. We've been worried about the recent odd occurrences there. Those men in suits have no respect for the history of these woods. We've lived in Krakow for a long time. This mansion has witnessed many events. I've always had a close connection to the woods. Nia loves the city's history. And Zola... Well, she's good with people. Wow. 
they conducting these rituals in Krakow's woods? What's their end game? We're not entirely sure, but we've been researching, trying to understand their motives. We've lived in Krakow for a long time, observing the changes, the ebb and flow of the city's history. But these woods, they're older than any of us. They hold secrets, some that those men in suits desperately want. This mansion, it's like stepping back in time. How have I never heard of this place before? Our family is always valid discretion. Given our unique condition, we've kept with the shadows. But recent events have threatened to expose our sanctuary. Chica, Senzini, you've inadvertently become entwined in this. Those men won't stop until they get what they're after. But we didn't see anything other than that horrifying ritual. Why are they after us? Whether you saw something or not, they believe you did. And that makes you a liability. They've been searching for a particular artifact for years. A relic from the ancient times that holds immense power. What is this artifact? It's called the Heart of the Hoods. It's said to grant its possessor the power to control time, memories, even the very fabric of reality. The stories say it was hidden here in Krakow by our ancestors to keep it away from those who would misuse its power. So they think we know where it is. Exactly. And we must ensure they never find it. We'll help you. You're not alone in this anymore. Thank you. But first, we need to understand everything. How does your family fit into all of this? Our lineage goes back centuries. We're the guardians of the heart of the woods. We've lived through many lifetimes, preserving its secret and ensuring it remains hidden. So, the photographs on the wall at the old house, they were all you? Yes, time affects us differently. But remember, with great power comes great vulnerability. The heart of the hordes isn't just a source of strength, it's a beacon, attracting all those hungry for power. We must protect it, and now protect both of you. As the conversation winds down, Senzeni's eyes wander around the ornate room, taking in the tapestries, paintings, and photographs that decorate the mansion's walls. A particular frame catches her eye. This is impossible. This woman, she looks like my mother. Because she was your mother, Senzeni. What do you mean? I didn't just bring you here for your protection or because you stumbled upon our secrets. I brought you here because you're my daughter. How? How is that even possible? My mother passed away when I was a child. Time affects us differently, remember? I had to leave to protect you from our world. Wait a minute. This is... 
It's too much. Sinzin, we need to leave. Chica, I... I don't know what to believe anymore. Senzani, I've longed for the day when I could tell you the truth. Senzini, overwhelmed by the revelations, takes a step back. The heels of her shoes echo loudly in the vast chamber. I can't. I can't do this. In her haste, Senzeni doesn't see the ornate rug. Time seems to slow as she topples headlong down the stairs. Senzen! With a sickening thud, Senzeni's body plummets. Her descent halted abruptly as her head collides with the ground. She lies there, motionless. Chika tries to shake her back to life, with tears rolling down his eyes. Senzen! Senzen! All the scenes contain strong violence and language, not suitable for listeners under the age of 16. Listener discretion is advised. Now this scene is a continuation from the time the group jumps into the portal. Ali wakes up, and to his surprise he is in an apartment. He wipes his eyes as if he cannot believe what he is seeing. He slowly looks at both palms of his hand and pinches himself. I wasn't supposed to be in this new apartment until tomorrow. Before Ali can fully process what happened, his phone beeps. You have two new voice messages. He slowly reaches out to his phone, and a WhatsApp notification beeps. It's a voice message from Amina. Ali's face is the whole definition of confused. He holds the phone as if holding a bomb and plays the voice messages. Hey Ali, why do you have a phone if you can't pick up calls everyone is waiting for you, smart pants? Confused, he presses the WhatsApp notification and open Amina's message. Amina is with Oliver. I hope that girl's worth it. <laughs> Come on, Amina. Ali's a priest. I don't think he's cuddled up with someone right now. <clears throat> All men are the same. Trash. Excuse me? How did we go from sending a voice message to Ali to men are trash? Ali isn't answering his phone, and we had agreed to meet for the Christ. Isn't that the epitome of trash behavior? I don't know what podcast you're listening to, but you need to unsubscribe. Get a life, Oliver. Anyways, Ali, don't mind us. Pick up your damn phone. We need to know if we're leaving the house or not. Ali slowly steps out from the room and it's morning. The day just started. I was in the... We were in the attic. Wait, we just entered the portal. What on earth is happening? Was I dreaming? Another beep from the phone, and it's another voicemail. Allie plays it, still holding his phone like a sensitive bomb. Ali, open up. I swear I'll come beat your ass myself. I'm outside. Open the door. And why did you leave your water running? Considering how broke you are, I doubt you have the luxury to be doing that. There is another voice message from Kemi. Ali Patel, there is one last drop of patience, and I will... Ali tries to play the voicemail again, but there is nothing. He opens the conversation thread with Amina on WhatsApp. Oliver, what is not... Is not what? What if something is not what, for heaven's sake? There is silence, then a voicemail notification alert. Ali plays the voicemail. It's Tendai. If 
danger, space, help, time. Ali, thinking he is losing his mind, rushes outside wanting to check if the sky is still there. When he gets outside, there is Oliver, Amina, Zahara, Kemi, and Tendai standing outside. Jeez, Ali. You're still in your pajamas. We need to leave. Come on, now. Ali is even more confused and he starts feeling dizzy. He is too stunned to speak. Hello, mister. Go and dress up. We need to leave today. We're going to check that attic. Ali stands there not sure if what he is seeing is not real, or what he is also hearing is not real. Ali, we don't have all day. Why are you acting more weird than usual? Ali looks at himself. He is indeed wearing pajamas. But these pajamas were a gift from his mother before she died, and he had never worn them before. Trying to make sense of things, he opens the door, and to his surprise, he is in the attic. It's written in some form of cipher or code. I've seen movies with less dramatic props. A time portal, really. Wait, we were just at my apartment seconds ago. Oliver takes off his glasses, cleans them, and ponders. Of course, Ali. That's where you're all coming from. But isn't it an exaggeration to say seconds ago? Anyway, many truths lie beneath the surface of fiction, Kemi. Remember, every legend has a seed of reality, right? That's what you wanted to say. The diary hints at events tied to specific celestial alignments. It's an old astrological chart, right? And the dates align. And how on earth did you know that? Ali, if you have started your weird shenanigans again, I swear. Suddenly, a sharp metallic sound pierces the air. Tendai move. The sharp dagger misses Tendai, but swings and hits Amina straight on the forehead. She collapses dead. You piece of shit. How did you know? And did you just get Amina killed? Ali does not even get the chance to fully explain himself. He is losing his mind. He rushes to the door. When he opens it, he is blinded by a white light. When he opens his eyes, he finds himself entering Kemi's room. Hello, I'm getting dressed. You can at least knock. Ali sees Kemi in lingerie and is confused. Stunned at the same time, he just freezes. Kemi walks to Ali and pushes him outside her room. I know I am your kryptonite, but come on now. A moment of privacy, please. Wait, we were just... We were just about to have you wait in the living room, yes. Go talk with the others. Ali, come check this out. There's an attic not far from here. We want to check it out tomorrow. Are you game? Ali is standing there shaking, evidently terrified because he just witnessed Amina die a minute ago, and there she is in front of him, alive and talking. Amina... There is no way you are real. This is not real. Stop fucking with my head, whoever you are. What is wrong with him? Ali runs to the main door, and as soon as he steps outside, he is in a white space without walls in sight. Everything else has disappeared. Am I dead? As Ali stands in the infinite white space, panic gripping him. A soft voice echoes around him. Welcome, Ali. I've been waiting for you. 
Allie turns around to see a figure materializing in the emptiness. It's Sky, a radiant and ethereal presence with eyes that seem to hold the secrets of the universe. Who, who are you? I am Sky. I've watched over you, guided you through the loops, and now it's time for you to understand. Loops? What is happening? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Sky extends her hand to Ali. You are in the space between realities, a place where time, space, and consciousness converge. The loops you've experienced are fractures in the fabric of existence. Ali hesitates but takes Sky's hand. Suddenly, the white space transforms into a celestial realm filled with floating islands, glowing orbs, and cascading waterfalls. This, this cannot be real. It is as real as your perception allows it to be. Your reality is not confined to what you knew. There are forces beyond your understanding. But Amina, she, she died and then I saw her alive. Time is malleable here. The events you witnessed are echoes, remnants of possibilities. Amina isn't harmed. The fate is yet to be written. What am I supposed to do? Embrace your unique connection to the fabric of existence. You possess a rare sensitivity to these anomalies. Together, we can navigate the threads of reality. But my friends, they're in danger. Amina just died. The threads are interwoven. Your friends' lives are entangled with cosmic forces. You must go back and mend the fractures. Unravel the mysteries. In an instant, Allie and Skye find themselves back in the attic, but the atmosphere feels different. The room is shrouded in an eerie silence, and a faint glow emanates from the center. As they approach, they witness a surreal scene unfolding, a haunting, translucent replay of the events that transpired before. Kemi is still holding the diary, her skepticism evident. Where it's written in some form of cipher or code. A time portal, really. Allie looks at sky shock evident in his eyes. This is exactly where we left off. The fabric of time is delicate, and sometimes it leaves imprints that echo through the As they observe, Allie points towards the group engrossed in the ghostly replay. Of course, Ali. That's where we're all coming from. But isn't that an exaggeration to say seconds ago? Anyway, many truths lie beneath the surface of fiction, Kemi. Remember, every legend. They can't see us, can they? No, Ali. This is a mere reflection of the past. We are observers in this ephemeral moment. The replay continues and it's all but a memory now. Their actions are etched in time. Ali watches in anguish as the replay continues. He sees the metallic dagger kill Amina. This moment is frozen in time, Ali. We need to find the source of these anomalies and set things right. As the ghostly replay unfolds, Ali examines the attic carefully. His attention falls on a carpet rag tucked in a corner. Intuition guiding him, he lifts the rag and discovers a faint shimmer beneath. As he touches the uncovered area, a hidden passage materializes, an entrance leading to a chamber. 
Sky, there's something here. A hidden passage. How come it was never here before? As Ali and Sky explore the hidden chamber, the version of Ali with the group remains in ghostly form. The group can't see Sky and Ali, for they are technically no longer present in the replayed memory. Ali, accompanied by Sky, delves deeper into the attic's chamber. Mysterious symbols and energies are floating in the air within the chamber. What is the significance of these symbols? These symbols are a language of cosmic energies, a connection to the very fabric of existence. They hold the key to understanding the fractures in time. As Ali and Sky check the chamber for clues, Sky uncovers an old scroll. As Sky unrolls the aged scroll, Ali watches with a knowing expression. The parchment reveals a letter addressed to Helga, bearing a message that hints at the compassion of time. I will read the letter aloud. To my dearest Helga, in the nits of time we are but threads. One day you will grow to be kind. I am sorry for being late. The Observer. The Observer. Oh no, this is not good. This is not good at all. Helga must be significant, and this Observer, what role do they play? The ancient symbols on the chamber walls seem to respond, resonating with the energy of the letter. Suddenly, a soft glow emanates from a concealed compartment in the chamber, revealing an ornate box. Ali opens it to find another scroll, intricately sealed. Another scroll? Ali, I don't remember the last time someone of my kind was scared. Be careful. As Ali breaks the seal and unrolls the second scroll, a sound of many whispers echo from the scroll. Ali drops the scroll to the flow and blood starts gushing out from the scroll. Sky, what is happening? The voice of a woman starts speaking through the walls of the room. Come back alive. Come back alive. Come back alive. Come back alive. Thank you for listening. Subscribe to get updates and leave a rating to support the show. You are all awesome. For real you are. May the whispers guide you.